What's up, you guys? It's Ronak Delaw with TheFrugalGenius.com, where you master your finances and learn all about money. Let's face it, it's incredibly easy to spend money without even thinking about it. How often have you gone inside a Target with the goal of just getting one single thing, but then the next thing you know is that you're walking out with a $150 total? Maybe you've even told yourself that you're going to stop eating out, only to feel unmotivated to cook and order takeout anyways. Some days you feel like your spending is out of control, but at the same time, you don't know where your money went. Well, you're not alone, but it's important to go ahead and tackle these issues head on so that you can get a better grasp of your financial picture. Overspending can lead to credit card debt, low savings, unprioritized retirement plans, and even missed opportunities of not allocating your funds to investments that can yield a higher return. I'll leave a link to a free download of a monthly budget and savings tracker in the description below. So feel free to download that and start keeping track of your monthly finances. Before we jump into the video if you guys could please scroll down and hit the like button also subscribe for more videos just like this all right let's get into it the 13 tips on how to help you start saving money and stop overspending coming up number one start slow and start tracking. The first step to building your savings is to track all your expenses. Write down your mandatory spend, like your rent, your mortgage, your car note, and then your non-mandatory spend. Eating out, your clothes, your Louis Vuitton backpack, rims on your car, Gucci flip-flops. The list goes on, but I'm sure you get the point. Do this for a month or two, and you'll get a good grasp of where your money is going and how much you're spending. Accurate tracking will help you get your spending under control. And as a reminder, I did leave that link in the description to the monthly budget and savings tracker if that's something you're interested in. Number two, create a realistic budget. When we decide to take a step to better our financial health, we decide to go all in. Just like with exercising and dieting, we decide to make these huge goals that we are super dedicated to for a few weeks. Then because the goals are so lofty, we start losing the discipline to follow through. So it's important to set realistic expectations for your finances. So after you've tracked your finances for a month or two, then you need to create a realistic budget, something that you can maintain moving forward for the long term. And just like when you diet, you're going to want a cheat meal. And so same thing with the financial plan. You want to factor in days where you may want to go splurge on yourself and nothing's wrong with that. So give yourself some wiggle room for some fun purchases as long as it's within your control and that you can stick to your plan. Number three, take only the amount you need. Consider taking cash when you go out and only bringing the amount you need. So if you set a weekly grocery budget of $100, then just take $100 with you to the store. This really avoids the impulse buying with uh, items that aren't on your list. Number four, kind of extreme, but it may be time to cut the credit cards up. If you're an overspender and you struggle with savings, you probably have a decent amount of credit card debt. And please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Credit cards are a great tool for your financial health, but when it's misused, it can create a lot more harm than good. Cut up those credit cards, but leave the line of credit open. You don't want to close the credit card itself. You just want to cut it or just put it away where you know that you're not going to go back to it if you want to make a purchase. Number five, it's time to understand that sales aren't always a good thing. 
thing. Memorial Day, Black Friday, Labor Day, end of summer sales, beginning of summer sales, Cyber Monday, the list goes on. Retailers are constantly bombarding us with new deals and sales that make us wanna buy. But are those deals really worth it? First of all, not buying anything saves you 100%. Number six, sleep on it. There's something about a good night's rest that can change your perspective, especially when it comes to impulse control. Stop buying the first thing that immediately catches your eye. So if you're on Amazon, you can add it to your cart, but just revisit that item in a few days. You may not even remember what you added to the cart in the first place. You go back to your cart a few days later, you're like, oh yeah, I added that. It's probably something you didn't need. Number seven, stick to your list. Just like you stick to a budget, you're gonna wanna stick to a shopping list. Exercise self-control, whatever's on your list, just go in and get what's on the list. When you're going to the checkout counter where you see all these enticing items next to you that you just wanna grab and add to your, your purchase, don't do it. Buy only what you plan for. Number eight, plan out all your meals for the week. Meal planning and prepping has never been more trendy than it is now. And for many good reasons. Not only are you probably eating healthy because of the caloric intake, but you're saving money as well. Sites like Pinterest and Reddit have many meal recipes that you can go check out for these easy meal plans to follow. When you have these meals ready, they're a lot more easily accessible. You can just grab and go and you'll save a lot more money off of eating out. Number nine, unsubscribe to these mailing lists where they have overspending triggers. Things that you get an alert to that makes you wanna go buy this item. The internet does have an influence on us spending money. Unfollow influencers that you hope to emulate. Unsubscribe to these online retailers and stop browsing online stores when you're bored. It's tough to go cold turkey, but you won't miss these triggers when they're gone. And seeing your savings grow would also be a nice incentive. Number 10, find an accountability buddy. Find somebody who can help keep you accountable towards your goals a spouse a friend a mom a dad just be honest about your goals and when you find yourself in a place of impulse reach out to your accountability partner and talk it out is this something that you really need to purchase number 11 remember to always reward yourself for sticking to the plan fixing your money habits is hard and saving money is even harder reworking these finances so that you're making these good financial decisions deserves a reward so to do this just create Create some financial milestones, some goals that you want to achieve. And when you achieve these goals, go ahead and reward yourself. But remember, rewarding yourself is still all within reason. Number 12, learn how to say no. It's always good to know your goals and the vision of your finances and be able to say no in situations that will be for the betterment of the goal you're looking to achieve. If one of your spending triggers is going out and having drinks with friends, maybe invite your friends over and have the drinks there. That could lead to a cheap night in instead of spending money on overpriced drinks at a restaurant. Number 13. Now, number 13 is a little extreme, but hear me out. Finding a therapist. Overspending is a form of self-sabotage to yourself, to your finances, to your financial future. And it's good to determine what those triggers are that are making you want to just continue to spend your money. A therapist will work through your emotions to get to the root of the issue. And I know the therapist itself costs money, but if you think of the long run, if you were to continue to scale down on your overspending, paying for the therapist would be justified. And there you have it. Those are the 13 tips to how to start saving money and stop overspending. Rome wasn't built in a day and neither are perfect finances. This does take a lot of effort and constant tweaking and self-awareness. 
However, these are some of the ways that you can stop overspending and start growing your wealth and your financial health for your future. It's really important to understand where your money is going, why you're overspending, and then understanding those triggers. Once you do that, you'll be better prepared for obstacles that come your way. If you made it this far, I just want to say thank you. And if you can do me a favor and gently caress the like button and subscribe for more money tips, how to grow your finances, invest, save, and most importantly, live a stress-free life. I'll see you in the next video.